Welcome to Unapologetically Me with your host, Felicia Schenken. This program is designed to bring you great resources in conjunction with the website phillywnc.org to help you break free from the standard flow of work life and become the person you aspire to be. Now, here is your host, Felicia Schenken. Hello, and welcome back to Unapologetically Me. I am your host, Felicia Schenken. I hope May is going well for all of you. It's hard to believe that we are halfway through May and five months until 2022. I try my best to bring to you interesting and engaging guests each month because I know you look forward to that. So today we have a guest that is going to knock your socks off. Do people still say that? Well, I'm a baby boomer. So there are some of these things that we say. However, we do have a great guest today. And yes, I say that about all my guests. Skip Bailey, author, success coach, life coach, and speaker with over 25 years of experience in the entertainment industry. He is a professional musician, as well as a leading producer in hair fashion event productions. He has written four, excuse me, two life-changing books, but four books altogether. He is also a certified life coach, relationship coach, and addiction recovery coach. Not everyone can command a room's attention and put the audience at ease. This is Skip's specialty, and I can't wait for you to meet him today. So please help me welcome my guest, Skip Bailey. Welcome, Skip. How are you? I'm doing absolutely amazing. I'm wonderful, and that's the truth. (laughs) That's great to hear. That's great to hear and a great way to open up. So, Skip, what did you do before you decided to go full-time with Skip Bailey Coaching? Actually, you know, I used to work, well, of course, you mentioned the music, the music, uh, but actually for a regular paycheck, I used to work for a manufacturing company. Okay. Uh, you know, I used to drive a forklift. I did all those things. So, uh, you know, worked at the uh, 7 to 3 p.m. Uh, workday shift every day, every day. Okay. I did that. Uh, but also, like I said, the, the music. That was mm-hmm. my main focus, the music, you know, playing in bands, you know, playing professionally, even before working in the manufacturing company, I played professionally traveling the country uh, and I'm dating myself going back into the, the early like 90s. Okay. okay. <laughs> traveling the country, playing, playing music until, you know, the, that era, you know, uh, took a um, a pause and, and, and slowed down. Mm-hmm. You just mentioned the word baby boomer. I'm a baby boomer also. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the group that I was playing with, you were playing, traveling the country, and, you know, and when rap music came along and the hip hop and all this stuff, R&B music had to take a back seat. So had to get right. a regular job. Yes. So, <laughs> had to get a regular job. So uh, that's what I did. So, but fast forward, here I am. Okay. Okay. Well, we, you know, entrepreneurs like us, we hate that word J-O-B. Some, <laughs> some refer to it as just over broke. Some, you know, refer to it, you know, and and don't get me wrong. I, you know, if you have a job, you love your job. That's awesome. I know uh, before I left the uh, the corporate world, I, you know, I worked for a long time, a long time. I've only been out of the corporate spectrum in August. I believe it's five or six years. I'm not sure. I believe it's closer to five years. So I understand, you know. So you were saying that um, with the Skip Bailey coaching, we found out what you were doing with your music and everything. What was some of the groups that you, uh, you worked with 
And and where did you work besides here in the States? Well, actually, um, the group that I performed with, that I played with, that I was hired to play with, uh, her name was Millie Jackson. Her name is Millie Jackson. Right. And that was. Her name is Millie Jackson. Uh, we did a lot of shows uh, with uh, some of the uh, former member of the Temptations, Dennis Edwards of the Temptations, mm-hmm. uh, the Gap Band, the Zap Band. For those of you who know who I'm talking about. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you'd be surprised because there are a lot of millennials and Gen X, Gen Zs that like music that you're talking about. So old you'd school. be surprised. Yes. You know, school music. Yeah. You know, did a couple of shows uh, on the same showcase with B.B. King when I was playing with Millie Jackson, mm-hmm. uh, the, the Manhattan, those groups like that, which a lot of these, like you, like you just said, but a lot of these new school groups are sampling some of the old school stuff. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so that was that was experience. But I, I never went out of the country playing music. Right. Um, I had an opportunity, but I did not go because I just got married. And that's mm-hmm. in my book. Just got married. Just had a, a my son. Skip was only six months old. And during that time, I was working for a major company. Mm-hmm. But they would fly me out on weekends to perform in different parts of the country and make sure I get back home Sunday night. So I go to work Monday morning. Right. It was a lot, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So I did a lot of, um, it was a lot of experience. And even some of the celebrities, some of the, the actors, comedians that were on some of the movies that we, that we watched, mm-hmm. uh, it shows with us some of the, some of the old school comedians. Yeah. Wow. Isn't that amazing? My question to you is, so your organization has been around for a while. The Skip Belly Coaching, how long would you say it's been? Because you have your hands on a lot of genres there, which is awesome. Well, actually, um, Skip Belly Coaching, of course, I, you know, rebranded myself, changed the name. But as far as coaching, actually, Mm -hmm. uh, since 2013. Okay. Yeah, pretty much when I wrote my first book, 2013, I got my certification then, my my first uh, life coaching certification then in 2013. Okay. Uh, so legally and professionally since 2013, Skip Bailey coaching. Um, and, uh, you know, and, but of course, you know, before helping people all along way before that and really didn't even know. Uh, right. Helping people. Right. Isn't that something yeah. that we do things and we're not even conscious of it? It's like we're in our purpose sometimes and we don't even know we're in our purpose until it kind of like we're in a space where it just smacks us in our face. And then it's like, oh, OK, well, no wonder this kept coming up in my life because this is something that I was supposed to be doing. So I understand. So one of your personal mantras is helping you to shift your mindset, get unstuck and achieve your fullest potential whether it's personal, professional, career, or entrepreneurship. So can you elaborate a little bit on that? What did you mean by that? Well, actually, a lot of people are stuck no matter what age, what ethnic group, what career they're in, as far as even uh, their background. A lot of people are stuck and don't even know they're stuck. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I do use a lot of analogies, just like being stuck in the snow, stuck in the mud. And, and I'm pretty sure that a lot of people have been stuck in the snow trying to spin in and not and wonder why they're not moving. Right. <laughs> <And he's, laughs> they drive, think they're going to go somewhere. They're not. They're just spinning their wheels. And that's the same thing, Felicia, with people in their actually everyday lives. Mm-hmm. You know, we're move. We think we're moving. We're just spinning our wheels. Uh, and sometimes some of us are just going in circles, doing those donuts. Yes. 
and we need help. We need someone to help us to shift into sometimes uh, even with being stuck in that snow. I'm going to get that analogy again. Okay. You have to put the gear in low to mm-hmm. shift in low. So with our mindset, we have to shift our mindset to another direction, another another form so we can move forward or even get a mentor to help us shift. Right. You know, so, so that's where all that comes from, because myself, I was, you know, and I, I'm one of those individuals, Felicia, who, who, who aren't just speaking, who's just speaking from books. Right. You know, a lot of this stuff is experience. I mean, as a matter of fact, probably 90% of it is experience. Okay. okay. From being stuck in my life. Right. Um, and that goes back to, you know, uh, my original, uh, as a child growing mm-hmm. up in the South, mm-hmm. uh, that's a whole different story right there. Uh, growing mm-hmm. up in the South, but knowing that even as a little kid growing up in the South, always knew, I always knew mm-hmm. that there was a, you know, they said the light of the, at the end of the tunnel. Right. Even as a kid, I didn't even know there was a tunnel, but I knew <laughs> there was a, <laughs> I knew there was a light. <laughs> really? I knew there was a light. Okay. But didn't, didn't have the direction to the light. So, you know, getting older, as I was getting older as a teenager and uh, getting involved with certain things as a teenager and, and, and as an adult, mm-hmm. uh, was spinning my wheels and wondering why things weren't going the way they were because I didn't know what I didn't know. So right. you have to you know, get that mentor, get that coach, get that uh, uh, whomever it may be that's going to help you move and shift to the next direction so you can help yourself to get unstuck. I love it. I love that explanation. So what type of client, Skip, do you look to work with? Well, actually, um, individual, lately it's been, okay, I'm going to back up a little bit. For the last year, it's been a lot of relationship coaching. Okay. I don't know how I got into that. (laughs) Because, because, you know, but actually, once again, I I laugh about that. And I said, I, I don't know how, but really, you look at it because you're my path and you're each one of our paths because it's right. a part of coaching. Because yes. if individuals are having issues with their relationships, whether it's marriage, uh, you know, just a regular relationship, uh, a lot of that stems back to personal coaching, personal right. development. You know, so I had an opportunity. Someone uh, suggested me to um, to take on some uh, relationship coaching, uh, marriage, okay. and and I did. Mm-hmm. And I and I stay, I did it for about a, a few months, probably about six or seven months, and I decided to pull away from it. Um, but my the main kind of clients I deal with now and that I help like to help that are individuals who are as far as in the performing arts, okay. uh, performing arts, uh, even athletes. Because mm-hmm. you know, my my two sons, one son is a physical fitness coach, and one my older son is a high school football coach. Okay, um, so it's all it, it, so that's all a part of being creative, also. Right. It sounds like it. It sounds like it. I mean, it sounds like that there's a lot of pieces to the puzzle. It's not just uh, one whole puzzle. You know, you have a piece here, a piece there, but they all work together, which I like. So one of your titles is high performance coach. Now, for us or those that don't know what that means, can you explain what that means? Well, what I, pretty much what I was just saying in reference to um, individuals I'll just take an example for as a, a person who's a musician or a singer or uh, because that's my background. Right. I'm going to tap into that. Um, so if an individual who's performing at a certain level and singing or perf- doing music uh, and, and they feel that that's all they can do at the moment, mm-hmm. 
but that's all they can see because that's what that's all of the training they've had in the past. Okay. So in order for them to move to the next level, they need to uh, associate themselves with or get a coach like myself who's been there. Okay. Because I can't teach you or I can't, I can't teach you how to be a NBA uh, basketball player. If I've never, you know, pretty much been at that level. Right. If I've only been a, a, a neighborhood uh, and I'm, there's, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm just giving examples. Right. I've only been just a neighborhood uh, playground basketball coach. Mm-hmm. And you want to, your dream and aspire, aspiration is to be a NBA world champion. Um, you're going to have to uh, associate yourself or get a coach who has, who has at least been there. Right. Or as a, is associated with friends or associates themselves who has been there, that they can take you to that different direction. So that's what, that's what I do in reference to helping individuals to take their skills to the next level, help them to, to uh, uncover their blind spot that they probably aren't even aware of. Because a lot of people, we, no matter whether it's music, corporate, uh, owning a business or whatever it may be, a lot of us have blind spots and we aren't, aren't even aware of that, Felicia. Yeah, I know. And we're going to be going to break shortly. But um, I like how you broke that down, because if I was to look at high performance coach, um, first of all, I would be like, what's that? And second of all, um, I would be like my perception of it would be, okay. so I'm working with someone who is looking for me to bring my game to bring my best. And like you said, um, you know, coming from experience, it helps also, uh, you know, it's, it's like, you can't talk to a cook about baking bread if they never did it before. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you can't talk about mindset to someone who does not have the desire to have a business or feel that they don't have that in them. So sometimes it can be a little exhausting because, you know, you have to, I remember when I got into network marketing companies and different things like that, you know, it's kind of exhausting. I mean, it's a great way to make money and quick money, but it's kind of exhausting because you constantly have to be motivating people to see the greatness in them. It's like <laughs> you're laughing because you know exactly what I'm talking about. You know, you had quite a few businesses and so have I. And it is very exhausting. It's like, you know, you can do this and I know you can do this. But do you know you can do this? So it's all about mindset, but not only mindset, rolling up your sleeves and, and getting the work in. So uh, be, so we're getting ready to go to break out to pay some bills. And when we come back, we'll talk to Skip a little more. Um, and then we're going to talk about these books that you keep talking about to let everybody know what it is that you do there. Sounds great. Philadelphia Women's Network Connection is a premier women's networking group. We help professional businesswomen and solo women entrepreneurs who lack exposure in the marketplace learn how to find untapped resources to grow their business and find connections with professionals that get proven results. If you're ready to become a full-time entrepreneur, we're ready to support you with a variety of resources. Visit phillywnc.org to get started. That's phillywnc.org.
You're listening to Unapologetically Me with host Felicia Schenken. If you have any questions or comments about the show, please send an email to unapologeticallyme50 at gmail.com. That's unapologeticallyme50 at gmail.com. And now back to Unapologetically Me. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. I am Felicia Shankin, your host, and this is Unapologetically Me. We're having a great conversation with Skip Bailey today. Um, and we, before we went on break, we were talking about this title of high performance coach and what does that mean? So, and then I went into, you know, wanting more for people than they want for themselves and mindset. And Skip, I, I know you want to elaborate a little bit on that as far as, uh, you know, almost being the all in all for some of these people that you really have to motivate. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yes. Um, we have, I mentioned a few minutes ago also, Felicia, in reference to the relationship uh, coaching and the marriage coaching. And I said I did that for about seven, eight months. And to be totally transparent, I'm, I'm you know, you know me, and I'm honest and transparent. Yes, One of the are. reasons... <laughs> One of the reasons that I decided not to continue doing a lot of relationship and marriage coaching, you had mentioned uh, in reference to the network marketing and the examples, yes. uh, helping, trying to help people to get where they need to be. And I found it to be draining, honestly, with those relationship uh, um, relationship uh, couples, because mm-hmm. I'm trying to help them in their denial. And it was draining me. And I said, you know what? Right. This is not good. Right. Because if I'm trying to constantly pull you out of, here's another analogy. (laughs) I'm constantly trying to pull you out of the deep water Mm -hmm. and you're constantly trying to pull me in or or trying to swim away when I'm trying to save you, you know, it's, it's not working. Yes. And that's bad when you have the, the relationship coach saying that. (laughs) You know, it's different if the husband and wife say, Hey, this isn't working. But when you have the, the, the relationship coach saying, listen, this isn't working. That's bad. I I can understand. (laughs) Yeah. And and even with that, you know, a lot of people, I mentioned earlier, a lot of people don't know what they don't know. And a lot of people are in denial themselves, no matter what it is in life, whether it's even with a business or even with, you know, writing a book or playing music or becoming an athlete or whatever it may be. If you honestly and really being honest with yourself uh, and saying that, you know what, maybe I should change my my direction and do something else because, you know, I've given this my all. And honestly, I know uh, I've given my best. Right. And my best is if my best is not good enough, maybe my best doing something else will be a better direction. Right. I like the how you said that. You know, my husband and I, we had a conversation ex- about this exact thing before I started this uh, women's organization, which is the Philadelphia Women's Network Connection. I had my hands in three different things. I had my hands in travel. I had my hands in finance. And then this. My husband is like, you have to pick one and focus. He says, you don't need to prove to yourself things that you already know you can do. Like I had to prove to myself that I could be a financial coach. And then I had to prove to myself that I could be a travel agent. And then he was like, no, you can do those things. You know that, but you need to focus on one. So it's when I let those two go and I focused on the women organization that I start to see things grow and blossom because now I'm giving my 100%. And um, I had no distractions. So I said, okay, that aha moment when you find out this is what it is that, you know, I'm supposed to be doing. So we're going to shift gears a little bit. So you're an author of four books. Uh, What was the first thing you wrote about and why? 
uh, the first book was entitled You're Outstanding and Unstoppable. Um, and that actually, that was not planned. Okay. Uh, for those of who, uh, individuals who, who are listening, believe in God, mm-hmm. that was a gift from God. Okay. That's where, that's where it came from. But, you know, I, it was a gift from God. So I just said, you know, God, I'll take this now and I'll write. But it was, uh, I knew that I was always using that word unstoppable for a long time. Okay. So, and, and I knew that I was unstoppable. Um, so, you know, pretty much that's where it, where it came from. It's pretty much letting individuals, and that was a quick, short book. I think that book was only maybe like 75 or 80, 81 pages, but still helping people to understand in, in short bites because sometimes you can't feed individuals a whole bunch of stuff at one time. Right. My thing is don't try to eat the whole elephant in one setting. Take exactly. small bites. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. Because... Um, so that's why the book was short. I said, you know what, why if I am going to write this book, why not make it a short, easy read, quick, follow through, follow with book. And it's just like, you know, um, I'm not a big book reader myself. Okay. Because those those books, I've only read one book that has like 800 pages. I probably, I have no intentions of ever doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> so give me a book. <laughs> well, give me a book with, you know, 200 pages, 100 pages, you know, 225, I'm fine. Okay. So that's why, I, and, but realistically, a lot of us society now, a lot of people, um, those short, quick books are working. Okay. Are working. So that's one of the reasons why that book, you know, was, you know, was a short read book. They are working. And I try, you know, I, I like to read. I wish I had more time to read. Um, you know, if you look at my desk now, I have like uh, eight books up here. Uh, some I've read, some I haven't. Some I'll go and I'll look and I'll find something. And then some of them I'll like um, maybe, you know, go back and um, try to pick up jewels here and there. Mm-hmm. So uh, I understand. And I tried the audio books and the audio books was just they put me to sleep. So I, I was like, oh, I can't do this. Where there are some people that can sit there and go through a whole audio book or in their car driving and listening. And it's my I think my mind is too busy to focus on that. And for the people that can, God bless them, you know. So that was your first book. What was yeah. your second book that you wrote? Um, the second book was entitled How to Find Happiness in Your Relationship. Okay. Uh, once again, that wasn't planned. <laughs> I, I, honestly, it wasn't. You know, I was, I was actually the title came to me to me on my birthday once again. Mm-hmm. I was telling my brother, I says, you know, today's my birthday, and that was in 2017. Okay. I was on the phone with my brother, he was in Germany. Mm-hmm. I said, I was telling him I don't need anything for my birthday because I have everything. Right. Just like that, Felicia. God just gave me that title. Wow. How to find happiness in relationship, and that's exactly how it happened. That's exactly how it happened. Wow. Um, that's crazy. Now, when you got the idea for that book, were you still a relationship coach? I wasn't a relationship coach at all. Oh, no. It's just probably, you know, I've seen and uh, listening to, to certain stories from people. Okay. About what's going on in their relationships. Right. And of course, uh, there's a saying that you get what you focus on. That's correct. So I guess I was focusing on <laughs> other, people, other people's issues. <laughs> you gave me a title. Um, but with that being said, but the, the book, once a person really get into the book it's not about the relationship with the other individual actually right the book is about the relationship with yourself right that's the meat and potatoes of it once you really get into it it's like pulling pulling back your a sandwich is really good you're like oh that's the secret sauce 
Mm. That's the oh. secret sauce is a relationship with yourself. Oh, okay. So now let's go into your third book. What's the title of that? <laughs> That's uh, my, actually my memoir, my autobiography, um, from the fields to the stage. From the fields to the yeah. stage. The now fields. that's where you and I came in at. That's where I met you when you had wrote that book. Skip and I, have, oh, of course, are friends. That's why we, you know, we we have. Uh, this is not the first time that him and I have talked about things in his life, you know, and things in my life. And uh, when I met Skip, I remember this book. Uh, he gave it to me, and it was an easy read. He's right. He doesn't like long books. It was an easy read. It, it was a great book. And uh, there was a lot of aha moments. So can you tell us a little bit about the book? Because I, I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Actually, the book, like I said, is from the, from the fields to the stage. You know, people ask me when they see the title from the from the fields, they ask me, did you, what, did you work in corporate? I like no, never a day in my life. Right. From the fields is literally working in the potato fields when I was a little kid. I'm originally mm-hmm. from Virginia. Uh, so literally working in the potato fields with my grandmother, helping her to pick potatoes and tomatoes and other vegetables. That's the way that was her job. Mm-hmm. So from the fields to the stage, being to the stage is performing, playing music, you know, now speaking, being a coach, those things like that. And pretty much I talk about that. My living in Virginia, um, uh, going down to the um, the dance hall as a little boy living in Virginia, which was a, I call it an upscale juke joint back then. Back then. <laughs> Back in the early 60s, in the okay. late 60s, late 60s, um, moving to New Jersey, playing baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, I come from a, a baseball family. Uh, I used to be a baseball pitcher in high school, in junior high school. But I gave it up for music because, what I, as I say in the book, I was getting a lot more attention from the girls playing music. So I said, the heck with baseball. <laughs> <laughs> that's the truth. Hey, that's a good enough reason. <laughs> <laughs> so started playing music, you know, um, and then I talk about also uh, then it gets, you know, being really transparent, mm-hmm. uh, dark moments of my past drug addiction. Right. OK. Cocaine drug addiction. Uh, mm-hmm. um, so that I, I talked about that a lot in, in the book also. Yeah. One thing about being in the entertainment field is the access to drugs to partying, you know, uh, you're not the first, the last, the second or the third person I heard that's in that spectrum that had some type of addiction. And I know one of your titles is addiction coach. So even though you were in that space and you got out of that space and it's interesting, I want you to share with our audience how you just stopped one day. It's very interesting because I I believe it's so fascinating for those of you that believe in God or the universe or Allah or how, you know, how higher power, um, you know, this, this, what Skip is about to tell you is amazing. So share it with us, Skip. Thanks, Felicia. Actually, uh, with that, um, doing my addiction, I've gone to, I live, I live in New Jersey. I'm like five minutes from Princeton University, and right outside of Princeton is Bell Mead, New Jersey, which is Carrier Clinic, which mm-hmm. is a real upscale, uh, really upscale drug re- rehabilitation center. Uh, I went there mm-hmm. uh, to get clean, I thought, but I went for the wrong reasons. I went to save my job because okay. I was about to be fired. Okay. I'm that, that good paying job I worked at. Um, but, you know, I, in those those moments, you know, I've sold my guitar. It's getting high. I sold my I rented my grandmother's car out to a drug dealer to go mm-hmm. to, New, to New York to get drugs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been in very filthy places. Uh, one, but that one night and this is going to go on for a couple of years. I've given up my whole income tax check one night to a drug dealer. 
Mm. Signed it over. But that one night, uh, I was in my tuxedo. I was playing with a band. The band was in Princeton, New Jersey at a corporate affair. Our band was playing. They were waiting on me. I never made it because I was in the projects, mm. sitting on a dirty floor, getting high. And in that moment, I says, God, I, I knew it was, I knew that was the last time. Right. Because even the drug rehabilitation centers, the counselors, you know, going to the NA meetings, it didn't work for me. Right. Because God have God was you know, working on me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that night I, I smoked the last bit of cocaine, crack or whatever. I went to my mother's house where I grew up at because I couldn't go home. So I went on the third floor where I grew up at, took my shoes off, laid on the bed with my tuxedo, with my trench coat on. And I said, God, I don't want to do this anymore. So when I tell people that story, mine was a spiritual healing. Mine was spiritual mm-hmm. because I hear people, you know, as far as they go into different churches that are a member of different churches or, or whatever religion that you do. I'm not religious. I'm spiritual. Right. God spiritually cleansed me. That was been over, over 30 years ago. Has wow. ne- I've never, ever, ever touched it again. Has never, ever had a desire. And when people look at me, I was like, you like, you've never, ever done code before. I've been cleansed. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. I love the story because I remember when I read it in your book, I mean, you, you went through a lot, um, you know, and you told me, you know, and of course I'm familiar with the story, but it's just amazing. You know, it's, I had another friend who, um, he was heavy into smoking weed, marijuana. And I remember he said one day, he just looked in the mirror and he was like, God, I don't want to do this anymore. And he said, after that, he never got high again. So, you know, I I think, uh, yes, it was a spiritual uh, cleansing for you and healing for you, but it goes back to mindset. What you and I said earlier, Mm -hmm. that is the key. If you don't have the mindset and things, which you focus on, you know, it's not going to happen. I can't do it for you. Your your fiance can't do it for you. Your mother can't do it for you. You have to decide, I don't want to live like this anymore. And obviously, you know, you made that decision. So, and I'm glad because otherwise I wouldn't have met you and we wouldn't have gotten these fabulous books from you that we know that we're going to continue to see. So, you know, I'm glad that you're here today. And, uh, and yes, you do not look like, uh, you know, you had that in your life and to have it for over 30 years being clean, you know, I think that's a wonderful thing. So we're going to go, we're going to be going to break shortly. Um, but, um, I'm going to throw a question out there and give you a little time to think about it. And then when we come back uh, from break, you can answer it. So you're a certified John C. Maxwell team member. So my question to you is, uh, what does that mean? And why did you feel that it was important to do that, to become a part of his team member? And for those that don't know who John Maxwell is, uh, if you, we have a one minute for you to give us the short version. <laughs> Skip. Oh, John, uh, John Maxwell is a, he's, uh, he's a renowned um, coach, speaker, trainer. He has over 72 books. He, uh, he tra- trains and coaches mainly communication, okay. personal growth, communication. Awesome. Okay. So we're getting ready to go back and pay some bills and we will talk with Skip when we get back. Mm-hmm. 
Philadelphia Women's Network Connection is a premier women's networking group. We help professional businesswomen and solo women entrepreneurs who lack exposure in the marketplace learn how to find untapped resources to grow their business and find connections with professionals that get proven results. If you're ready to become a full-time entrepreneur, we're ready to support you with a variety of resources. Visit phillywnc.org to get started. That's phillywnc.org. You're listening to Unapologetically Me with host Felicia Schenken. If you have any questions or comments about the show, please send an email to unapologeticallyme50 at gmail.com. That's unapologeticallyme50 at gmail.com. And now back to Unapologetically Me. Hello, everyone. Welcome back again. This is your host, Felicia Shankin, and this is Unapologetically Me. Uh, Before we went to break, I asked a question. Uh, I said that he's a certified John T. Maxwell team member. What does that mean and why did he feel that it was important to do? And he explained to you, for those of you that don't know who John C. Maxwell is, and he's known all over the world. So, Skip, you can answer the question for us. Yeah, well, actually, one of the main reasons I decided to, uh, of course, you know, take the John C. Maxwell course, become a team member, uh, because once again, we had talked earlier in reference to that high performance coach. Yes. So far as being far as being a student of coaches, Mm -hmm. John C. Maxwell's training helped me to take my skills to the next level, which is high performance. Oh, okay as a high performance coach. So now in reference to also even communicating with Mm -hmm. individuals, communicating properly, communicating with family members, friends, coworkers, whoever it may be, it really helped me to understand how to communicate with individuals and, and to teach them also. And also uh, the the personal growth, that personal growth thing is, is really huge. I know you, I said that I'm a, uh, Certified life coach. I have that through another company and now certified through John T. Maxwell. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the word life coach is really personal development, Felicia. I love it. It's really personal development. Right. Because if a person, no matter what they may do, want to be a house builder, uh, whatever it may be, in order to, to move forward, to take their skills, life, thoughts, mindset to the next level, they have to learn how to develop themselves personally. That is so true. With themselves. Yes. Yes. Know thyself. Know thyself. That is so true. You should never, ever stop learning, you know, bettering yourself, teaching yourself, improving yourself. So I like that you say that. So that was one of the reasons uh, that you decided to become a team member. So you got a lot out of it. Absolutely. And of course, you know, uh, meeting different people. And, and also it helped me to understand that because a lot of us at times, honestly, a lot of us sometimes doubt ourselves. We want to question our skills. Right. We want to, and that's just a fact. That's just no matter competitive basketball, competitive soccer, whatever. I mean, you want to see how good you are. You really want to know how good you are. You got to play the best. Yes. Or you got to associate with the best. Right. So by me being associated and, and, and meeting people who are, really, really good. And you really look at the person in the mirror, which is yourself. That's one of the the, um, the chapters that's in my first book, mm-hmm. uh, look at the person in the mirror. Man in the yourself. mirror. Man in the mirror. Yes. And I realized that 
that guy in the mirror is pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's better than he's better than you really thought he was. Right. Or she is. Right. So being involved with uh, and associated with the John C. Maxwell uh, organization helped me to realize that that guy in the mirror, he's 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 pretty good. Yeah. You know, sometimes you got to be your own cheerleader and toot yourself. You know, sometimes um, and I know you can relate to this and, and I'm sure a lot of the entrepreneurs out there listening can relate to this. You get on this path that you always have to continuously do better than what you did before. It's like, okay, I I hit this milestone. I got to do better than that. I hit that milestone. I got to do better than that. I remember I had someone tell me, Felicia, you need to calm down and just see what you're doing and what you have done. You know, I was so busy running and say, I got to do the next day. They said, enjoy the moment, enjoy what you've done. You know, you, you plant it to seeds and it's harvesting. Enjoy that before you start planting other seeds. So, you know, we have to take that time. So you're a busy man, of course, from everything that we're hearing. And you wear a lot of hats, doing speeches, writing books, involved in so many projects. I want to congratulate you on everything that you're doing and been doing. When do you find time to do it all? And when do you sleep, Skip? <laughs> well, I think I sleep maybe like six hours a night. But, you know, I and not, not offending anyone, but this is just me. This is, right. this is what, how God, the universe works with me. And I tell people, I get a lot of God, give me a lot of these ideas around five o'clock between 4.45 and 6 a.m. That's seriously, that's when it hits me. Like every idea that comes to me, every aha moment, mm-hmm. then those, those time in the mornings. And uh, is that when you're asleep or you're, you're moving around or what's no, going when on? I'm, when I'm, you know, actually it wakes me up. Oh, it's it that, 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 that nudge you may have heard Oprah or say that mm-hmm. that nudge for mm-hmm. real. That's mm-hmm. that nudge, that aha nudge moment. Wake up. I got something for you. Yes. <laughs> you know what? It's funny you say that because I, too, my ideas come either in my sleep or when I wake up and it, it's in my head. And I was like, OK, where's my phone? I got to write it down. I, I got to put the message there because it's and it's very subtle. It's not smack you up the head, but you're like, OK, I have an idea here. So, okay. So you do get some sleep. I think I get around six hours of sleep too. Any more than that, my body's like, no, you need to get up. You're doing (laughs) yeah. And then the older, of course you get the less sleep you need too. you know? So I hate to say it, but you know, so um, tell us some of the projects that you are doing, or are you going to be having coming down the the pike? Uh, Share with us what's going on. Well, one of the things that I'm working on right now is I this young lady, I reconnected uh, myself with this young lady here in, in the Trenton, New Jersey area. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has a nonprofit organization, which was a old library b- building in Trenton. And a few years ago, uh, it was just sitting, sitting there and the city gave it to her. So it's a nonprofit. What she does, it's uh, called Howard's Healthy Choice, which is they mentor young kids. Awesome. It's, so I, I stopped there yesterday, had a vet yesterday, and I told her, I said, you know what? I want to be a part of this. Yes. So that's going to be my next major move is me mentoring the kids because, and and I, I know that she said that she, you know, they've been doing this for a couple of years. And my thing is, once again, here I am being transparent again with you, Felicia, with okay. sisters, that it's, it's great to have the kids. It's great to mentor the kids. Yes. And I, my question to her also, what about the parents? Oh, because yeah. there's nothing like uh, shining up, shining up an apple, making it all clean and throwing it back on the ground in the dirt. That's right. Meaning, you know, you know, 
you know, they taking these kids and mentoring them and giving them great information and they're going back to a, a non-healthy environment at home. So my thing is we need the parents in here also. Yes, we do. It's important. I mean, it starts in the home first before, you know, you go to school and there's only so much teachers can do. And I'm glad that you brought that up. I want to shout out today uh, to James Logan Elementary School. Um, I was there today with about 20 other speakers for their uh, bet day of success. And the bet is bringing everybody together. So that was a great experience to pour into them. Um, you know, uh, mindset, loving yourself, being an entrepreneur and all those things like that. So, um, you know, it, it's important for us to pour into our young people because they are our future. Absolutely. So, you know, like you said, so it's not only them, but you got to work on the parents' mind as well. So my next question to you is if somebody was thinking about writing a book or becoming a life or business coach or high performance coach, what would you tell them? Well, first of all, for I was writing a book, and that's one of the advice that I give everyone who asks me about that. I say just just start writing. No, seriously, literally just start writing. It doesn't have to be perfect at the time because that's one of the ways that we a lot of people make mistakes and they start writing, they want to make it perfect. No, no, just because when I wrote my first book, mm-hmm. I started at work because I would go to the bathroom sometimes and when I was drying my hands, and the idea I would take an extra sheet of uh, extra piece of paper towel. Right. Paper towel rack and start writing and fold it up, put it in my pocket. When I got home, I, you know, type it and put it on my computer for real. So just whenever the idea hits you, just start writing. Wow. And and as a matter of fact, when even when I, uh, the first book, as far as even editing it, that's where I got the headache. But the editing coach explained it to me in third grade, fourth grade uh, term. Mm -hmm. Skip, ever, ever baked the cake before? I said, yeah. She says, same thing as writing. Once you get all the ingredients, get your pages together, just like a cake, just put your ingredients on the table, the eggs, the milk, the butter, the whatever, mm-hmm. and just put page by page and then put it together. Every since then, Felicia, for real, every since then, she told me that advice, it was, it's, it's been easy. And it's clockwork. Well, yeah, because once you um, have someone show you the formula, yeah. that's, you know, the formula. After you have the formula, then you can do anything. So when you get your books published, do you do that yourself or do you go through a publishing house? Uh, self-publishing. Self-publishing. Okay. Actually, the last couple of the last two books were or, or, or on Amazon. Okay. Uh, yeah. Actually, this new book we have coming out, actually, it's be out next week sometime. Uh, it's a collaboration with 13 other authors. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, which uh, I was telling someone yesterday, it was like, you kept that on the wrap. I said, because. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's nice. Not always, you, you know, that you should tell people what it is that you're doing. You know, you like I, um, you know, I like to tell people things after it's confirmed, after it's done, because, you know, just throwing those vibes out there, you know, it's it's unfortunate, you know, everybody is not happy for you. Everybody's not happy for your success. So um, I always like to talk about it when it's done. So do you have a title? Can you share the title with us? Oh, of course, the title of the book is entitled Through the Fire. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's um, on Amazon, uh, number one in the religious uh, Amazon number one seller in the religious uh, section. Okay. Um, and it's the 13 of us who are telling our stories, the fire we've been through. I'm mm-hmm. talking about my, my drug addiction and mm-hmm. you know, little boy in Virginia. Mm-hmm. I elaborated on that a little more, but it's entitled Through the Fire. 
Wow. That that's that's amazing. You know, I mean, eventually I want to write a book, too. Uh, again, you know, as a matter of time, but you make time for the things that you want to make time for. Absolutely. So I know also one of your books, you had a workbook, too, um, being unstoppable. Um, I remember about that. So tell us a little bit about the workbook. Yeah, the workbooks entitled You Can Be Unstoppable. You can be unstoppable. And I thank you uh, for endorsing the back of the book. Yeah, but it pretty much, once again, with going with being unstoppable, uh, stop. And I say this to individuals, stop stopping yourself. Stop blocking your own way. Stop blocking your blessings. And, you know, uh, stop allowing other people to. That goes back to what you just said, telling everybody what you're doing until it's done. Right. Because right. They're going to they have those little, those stop block signs of you wanting to see them. That's right. That's right. Um, and and it's just the, the subliminal <laughs> messages. Oh, my God, you're stopping. You, you, you're leaving your job. You're doing that. What are you going to do? How are you going to pay your bills? Da, 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 da. Noise. Yeah, Noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's pretty much a workbook. It's uh, actually it came from my audio book CD that I um, recorded back in 2017. So it's the 25 success principles. And I just added uh, five more. So it's a 31 day. Uh, be unstoppable success pra- uh, practice. You can read each section and then have like, different work sections, mm-hmm. um, writing out your own ideas, your own goals. Right. Not just, you know, sugarcoating, just being honest with yourself. Right. And then right. writing out what you really want. Because once again, like I said earlier, most people, you get what you focus on. You get what you think about. You, what you really focus on, um, you, you should speak what you seek. Right. I like that. Speak what you speak. Speak what you seek. Yes. Speak life over yourself. I know today when we was at the elementary school, one of the women who was a uh, a vet, a former vet, and that was one of the things she kept saying to the children, speak life over yourself, speak positivity over yourself. Don't let where you come from or your circumstance define who you are or who you're going to be. So, you know, we all had the opportunity to share a little bit of our story. And, you know, I said, listen, I grew up in a a one parent home. I grew up, my grandmother raised me, but, you know, I was the first person in my, uh, you know, in my family to go to four colleges. I was the first person in my family to become an entrepreneur. So I opened up the door for more in my family to follow behind me and become entrepreneurs and doing the things that they're doing. But, um, you know, the big it's it's mindset, of course, and speaking over yourself, because just like you can speak positivity, you can also speak negativity and what you focus on grows. So Skip, you've been a great guest today. I mean, I love talking to you. Um, You know, I just think you're you're fascinating. I think your life is fascinating. So uh, I want to thank you for being on. So let everyone know how they can get in contact with you. Actually, directly, my website is skipbailey.com. It's very easy. S-K-I-P-B-A-I-L-E-Y, skipbailey.com. All my information is there. Uh, Actually, you can uh, register for a a free um, 15, 20 minute coaching session right there. You can register right there on on my website. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So skipbailey.com. That's the easiest way to get to it. Okay, great. And what about uh, social media handles? Um, Okay. Of course, the Facebook, uh, Mm -hmm. Skip Bailey. Mm -hmm. Uh, Instagram is uh, Skip Bailey B. It's all Skip. It's all easy. I make it easy. easy. Just like the books, (laughs) easy to read. It's all easy. I make it all easy. (laughs) 
I understand. Twitter is Skip Bailey one. Mm-hmm. Facebook is Skip Bailey. So yeah. yeah. Okay. All Sorry. right. So you heard that it's easy to uh, get in contact <laughs> with Skip and all your books they can purchase on Amazon, correct? Mainly skipbailey.com. Okay, mainly. Okay, so if they go through skipbailey.com, they can purchase your books there. Okay, great. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today. Um, if you would like to be a sponsor for a show or know about sponsorship opportunities, sponsorship ads for your business, and so on, please reach out to us at unapologeticallyme50 at gmail.com. That's unapologeticallyme50 at gmail.com. If you would like to ask questions to be included in our next show, because this is a monthly show, please send also to that email address, unapologeticallyme50 at gmail.com. So I can't wait for you to meet our next guest. Next month, we'll be airing from India. So I'm excited. And I know we do have listeners in India. So definitely welcome. And I forgot to mention for all our new uh, countries that we have picked up that are listening to the podcast, we thank you. Thank you for your support. And thank you for listening out for our podcast each month. So on that note, have a wonderful rest of your May. And I will talk to you next month. And remember, we'll be airing from India. So take care. Stay well. Bye, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Unapologetically Me with Felicia Schenken. New shows come out every month. So keep checking back for our new content on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll talk again very soon. Mm-hmm.